0: Did you know that it's never too late for a Christmas episode? We've got all sorts of Yuletide trivia and much, much more coming up. We got lots of things, so let's rock and roll. It's Did You Know? Welcome to this very festive episode of Did You Know with Ryan O. In case you didn't know, I'm Ryan O. This is my show, and I know exactly what you're thinking. It's January. Are you still doing a Christmas episode? The answer is yes. Yes, I clearly am. And we're going to talk about all sorts of fun things, including some history, some geography, might talk about some science, might break into some pop culture, but we're not going to do it alone. In fact, today we're going to hang out with The coolest guest of them all, my wife, Rachel O. Hello, darling. Hello, hello. What is up and stuff?
1: Oh, I don't really know.
0: I mean, that's super fair.
1: (laughs) There's stuff that's up like birds, stars, not the sun currently.
0: I'm sure there's snow way, way, way up in the atmosphere somewhere.
1: Oh, I bet so. In Florida, it got to the 40s. Which still was not that cold.
0: No, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, it's it's, like icicles. No, no, there isn't. That's no, that's nowhere in Florida. However, it did snow in the panhandle. Yes, it did. Yep, Up in uh, Okaloosa County, I think is the name of it. There was a video on the Book of Faces um, from their sheriff department. Like, hey, look,
1: snow at 4 a.m. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it didn't last very long at all.
0: Well, probably not. It was probably all cleared up by the uh, time the sun rose. But hey, snow is snow.
1: That's very true.
0: Uh, speaking of snow, um, let's talk about some of your favorite adventures in snow.
1: I have only had very few adventures, one of which was in Florida.
0: Ooh, tell us about that one.
1: <laughs> it was, I don't even remember how old I was. I was very young and it did snow. It stuck just a little bit, but I definitely remember sitting on the rocking chair that faced the ba- our backyard and by one of our trees, there was like a little tiny patch and I was watching it melt. <laughs> <laughs> so it was
0: snowing and melting simultaneously.
1: Pretty much. I mean, my parents, I think, either woke me up early, maybe, I don't know what time, but took me outside when it was snowing. So that was cool. I also have been in Georgia when it was snowing on Christmas Day, which I hadn't done since I think the early 1900s. Um, that was pretty cool, too.
0: Nice. So snow on Christmas Day is a rarity down south.
1: Yes. I think I've never never had snow on Christmas Day except for that. And it didn't stick very, very much either. And then I've been in Michigan in February with snow. And that's exciting because I actually got to do some snow activities. And then we've also been in Michigan in October. And it was snowing, but that didn't really stick either.
0: No, and we also went in April, and it was cold enough to snow.
1: Oh, it was definitely cold enough to snow, although it didn't.
0: Um, So what are some of these snow activities um, that you and I did, if you could refresh our audience?
1: We went sledding. I got to shovel snow.
0: Yes, normally it's a mundane task, but if it's your first time doing it, it's an experience. You
1: do it with a smile. Um, And then we built... Some form of a snowman.
0: I would like to call it a, like a popsicle man, because well, we built it out of buckets.
1: Yeah, since I guess the snow wasn't powdery, it was icy.
0: Yeah, so we took the ice, um, we took the snow, packed it into the buckets, and then kind of layered them on top of each other like you would, um, like snowballs, but it ended up getting glossy really quickly and ended up looking like a giant popsicle.
1: Yep. And I guess I've thrown snow at you.
0: Couple times, yeah. <laughs> and you got to experience the Detroit River with uh, like 13 degrees.
1: Ooh, it was it was windy.
0: Now, you know, just for clarity, we did not go into the river, but we were there at the Canadian border, so you know, very 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 cold.
1: Yes. And then we've hiked through snow.
0: Yes. Uh, so with the the sledding, um What about the sledding was, like, your favorite part?
1: Well, uh, going downhill, the least favorite part is dragging your butt in the sled back up the hill.
0: Yeah, especially this particular hill. It was probably, like, 100 feet from the the base all the way up to the the top.
1: Yep. But it was it was still fun going down and wiping out.
0: Now that hill is like twice the size of the normal hills that I would go down um when I was a youngster back in the days.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: For bigger reasons. Uh, but I remember that hill specifically because I used to take um I didn't have any any sleds, um, because I was just a poor college kid, but I did steal a lunch tray from the cafeteria. Borrow. Borrow. That's correct. Um I, I allegedly took I borrowed it and actually I did give it back. Um, I, I borrowed it and uh, went down the hill many, 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 many times. The important part was to try to keep your feet up or in the corners. So you had to like find your way to position your butt and your feet so you weren't flying off the thing and then having to chase it at the very end. I mean, at least the lunch
1: tray is pretty lightweight to t- carry back up to the, he- the top
0: that was the best part it didn't weigh a thing so you could easily just put it on your arm and just run up the hill
1: run <laughs> in snow <laughs> well liquid liquid courage
0: you know helped out a little bit with that
1: <laughs> keeps you warm um
0: so we did that uh one of my uh friends in college he used to go um case sledding so a little bit of backstory i'm a you know a, a member of the, uh, the the marching band back in college and high school but uh we, we have a a saxophone case is not the largest one especially if it's a tenor sax case mm-hmm. uh, and if you empty it out you can probably uh use it as i don't know it, not, nothing about this spoke of safety or like good things you should ever do with your case especially cuz the inside is supposed to protect your saxophone from the elements
1: mm-hmm. yeah you don't want to get your saxophone wet
0: so i just heard stories about like yeah it worked for a second and then that's about it
1: oh <laughs> not so good
0: yeah but they they still were telling stories about it uh, many many years later um trying to like yeah let's do it again i was like why don't we just get cafeteria trays instead <laughs>
1: much smarter
0: or Five dollars, and we can get a cheap plastic one from Meyer true
1: yeah. true,
0: so we we ended up like putting together a bunch of pennies and whatnot, and got one eventually, and just shared it for a
1: while, <laughs> <laughs> very cool. It's what you do
0: when you're trying to you know live through college without having a lot of jobs and whatnot,
1: yeah, here in Florida, we would just go to the beach,
0: yeah, have you ever? Tried sledding down sand dunes? Nope. Oh, I did that before too. It's ridiculous.
1: The dunes I grew up by are protected and you don't you don't walk on them because the dunes are what protects the inside inland from hurricane um, storm surge. So you want to not disturb the dunes because they're there for your protection.
0: This is our PSA, folks, about don't walk on sand dunes down here in Florida, especially when signs tell you not to.
1: Yes, and they're everywhere telling you not to. And we're going
0: to talk about more things about what you can do, what you should do, and what you, uh, you know, might want to, you know, Christmasly do. Um, right after a word from our sponsor. Did you with Rhino? While you're listening to this ad, I'd like you to look down. Now look back up. Are you wearing an awesome shirt that says Team Ryan-O? Or a shirt with a duck with a cup spilled over that says Party Fowl? Are you also wearing a really cool button that says Did You Know with Ryan-O? Or a hat that says Team Ryan-O? Or I Know Ryan-O? Well, if you're not doing any of those things, you should be. And you can do so by going to Zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. That's right, folks. I have my own merchandise shop, and you can buy all sorts of amazing awesomeness pertaining to this podcast and show your love by once again going to Zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. Wear it, share it, love it. And now back to our show. Did you know? And we're back talking about all sorts of fun and ridiculous Christmas things as it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh wait, it was. Then again, looking a lot like Christmas is subjectatory. Um, so Rachel, um, in your opinion, what's it like when it's looking a lot like Christmas?
1: Um, for me, I guess decorations on other people's houses and if I'm lucky, a crisp in the air where it's easier to breathe and the sky is a lot clearer with the stars, not as much humidity.
0: You're saying it's easier to breathe because of the lack of the humidity sitting on your chest?
1: Yes. And it feels really nice out, usually, all of this Christmas. It was pretty uh, warm, but yeah, I'd say inside the house, I guess, and I also try to avoid other people and going places because people somehow forget their brains around Christmas time because they have, like, Christmas brain where they just avoid all common sense and are kind of rude beyond measure sometimes.
0: It's kind of the same thing as vacation brain.
1: Yes, except I, I like vacation brain better than Christmas brain.
0: Well, because... So what I'm gathering is that Christmas brain is very similar to vacation brain except for people are more selfish?
1: I think they're pretty rude, Yeah.
0: So, so earlier you were talking about decorations um what are some of your favorite uh types of decorations on houses and whatnot?
1: Uh, I like the large Christmas bulbs on the houses. I'm not a big fan of like blow up decorations.
0: How big would you say large is like like about as big as your f- fist? a little bit smaller than that, or
1: no like uh, um, I understand I don't what know. you're saying.
0: I like (laughs) like the C9 bulbs that are approximately on the size of like a a small lime or something.
1: Yeah, sure. Like a kumquat. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I just said kumquat.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. You did. Um, So you don't like blow up uh, decorations outside. Um, What other outside decorations are you a fan of? Uh,
1: I like luminaries and bows and twinkly lights and trees. And wreaths.
0: You like trees in general. Like put you outside surrounded by trees and that's one of your happy places.
1: Really is one of my happy places. I love forests.
0: Or put you in front of a lake just sitting on the beach.
1: I'd say I don't talk to trees but that'd be a lie.
0: (laughs) Or we put you on a mountain surrounded by trees.
1: Trees are awesome.
0: You're a tree person.
1: I sure am.
0: Not to be confused with an ant, which is indeed a tree person.
1: That's true. I'm not an aunt. No.
0: Or an aunt.
1: I'm not an aunt either. I don't have any brothers or sisters.
0: And they don't have any kids. Um. <laughs> so then what other, like, it, like is there, like, decorations or, like, food or anything that, like, speaks Christmas to you? Or, like, television shows?
1: I mean, obviously there's, like, your favorite foods you like at Christmas and your favorite movies that you like around the holiday time. So what is
0: like your your must watch holiday film?
1: Um I feel like that changes from year to year. But I do really like The Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. Um I like the cartoon The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Um I think I'm forgetting
0: something. I know you and I always watch the 12 Dates of Christmas. Yes,
1: we do. We watch the 12 Dates of Christmas. Because
0: I spritzed you and you passed out.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> uh, which, if you haven't heard of it, because we probably talked about it like every single year on this podcast, it's currently available on Disney Plus, And sometimes it's available on uh, Amazon Prime. 12 Dates of Christmas is a story with Amy Smart and uh, Mark Paul Gossler. Gossamer. It, that's always uh, I think you know Zach Morris <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Anyways, um, she um, you know falls down and has like a like a minor concussion, and then relives the same day Christmas Christmas Eve over and over and over and over again.
1: It's basically Groundhog's Day, but with the twelve days of Christmas theme.
0: And one of my favorite things is the Easter eggs, where like each day they have an element from the song.
1: Yeah. It's pretty fun. It turns out really well.
0: Uh back in the day like the, the the Christmas shows that were always on, they had the uh the Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Yes, yes, they did.
0: Um of course there was all these like claymation ones, like the year without a Santa Claus, um uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, Frosty, Rudolph.
1: Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of the that type of animation. I, I don't know, it just never appealed to me.
0: I've seen like every single one that came out because they used to have a marathon on the Fox family or ABC family channel.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people watch like the Christmas Day Parade, but I'm more of a Thanksgiving Day Parade person.
0: Well, I I bet you're also an Easter Parade person, but that's just the movie itself.
1: I actually have never seen that. Ooh. I have it.
0: We'll have to add that to our list of things to watch and talk about probably in three months around Easter.
1: (laughs) Yes, I will have to watch that movie. But, I mean, that has Judy Garland in it, right?
0: I'm not 100% sure, Um, but we'll find out. Pretty
1: sure, but, of course, the other Christmas-ish movie that I love is Meet Me in St. Louis, which I did watch this year, of course. Because
0: Meet Me in St. Louis um, has...
1: More than once.
0: uh, Well, they have, like, four different seasons in it.
1: Yes, they basically go through... Four seasons and Christmas is one of them, and that's where the song "Have yourself a very, a merry little Christmas." Oh gosh, I almost did a Mickey's very merry Christmas thing here. Yeah, uh,
0: well, when it's on the brain, sometimes it's hard to get out of it. Um, so so speaking of uh, the very merry Christmas, um, you and I used to go to the the very merry Christmas shindig at the World of Disney uh, many of times.
1: Yes, we did. Uh, there,
0: they have cookies. And uh, lights and music and...
1: Characters and parades and fireworks and cider and hot chocolate and rides. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would love the rides to be a little bit more festive. Now, there was a time when they did uh, Space Mountain. And inside they were doing, like, uh, or was it the Tomorrowland Speedway? Either one, um, they were playing, like, Manheim Steamroller, um, like, uh, crazy, like... Just crazy tunes and all the lights and music and whatnot.
1: I thought they did that in Space Mountain one year.
0: Could have been. I'm thinking so. Um, but it was ridiculous and a half. And um it was a good time, but it's not my favorite ticketed event.
1: For Christmas? Or
0: just in general.
1: Oh, okay. In general. Meh.
0: Now other Christmas things, we've never done the uh the Gaylord Palms uh ice thing.
1: No, I mean, some of it kind of seems pretty cool, but for the price, I don't i don't know that I think it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I don't... It's one of those, like, if someone were to pay for me to go, I'd totally go.
1: Yeah, like, if we won tickets or something like that, would, that'd be cool, but I, I don't know. Just, eh.
0: I'd rather go and see the Christmas lights in St. Augustine.
1: Yes, that that's something on our, our list. We've also gone to the Christmas thing at SeaWorld before. Yes. With the Bumble.
0: Uh, they used to have this uh Rudolph thing. I I hope it changes they have every year.
1: No, they have it this year. Someone I saw someone they went and they got their picture with I think the Bumble too.
0: Okay, so it's still Rudolph, gotcha.
1: Yeah. No. It doesn't change every year.
0: Oh. Well it, it should. <laughs> um and speaking of uh, a change Um, One year, I would like to go on the ice skating um, trail up in Canada.
1: Yeah, that looks really cool up in Ontario, like you're ice skating through Narnia.
0: All these lights are all around you and it's ridiculous and pretty and awesome. Just like you.
1: Ha, you're funny.
0: I have my moments. Um, So so speaking of other Christmas activities, uh, you mentioned food. Yes. So what are some of your favorite Christmas foods? Like what, what screams Christmas to you?
1: Well, obviously Christmas cookies.
0: As in like, like the, the sugar cookies or like, are there specific cookies that, that you love during Christmas time?
1: Um, sugar cookies are fun. I didn't make any this year, but we did some last year. This year we tried making shortbread cookies for the first time, which turned out delicious. A little burnt somewhat, but that was because we messed up on our shapes and stuff.
0: But well, well, we learn, you know, you, 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 you take learned. a few, you know.
1: And then what else do we make? We made forgotten cookies, which are kind of like a meringue cookie with chocolate chips and pecans inside.
0: And it cooks slow and slow.
1: Yeah, you basically, you put them in the oven and you turn the oven off and leave them. And we made homemade chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal raisin cookies. And my mom tried her hand at peppermint bark for the first time, which was pretty yummy. Yeah.
0: I'm not really a peppermint person, but I enjoyed it.
1: In the past, I've made almond bark, which is really yummy. It's like white chocolate with slivered almonds in it. And then uh, other food that isn't sweet is usually we have like ham at Christmas with something else like a turkey or chicken and... Oh, something we have is called Watergate salad for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And that is like pistachio pudding mix with into cool Whip with crushed pineapple and chopped cherries and chopped um, pecans and some mini marshmallows. Sounds like it's
0: got like a citrus fruitiness to it.
1: A little bit. It's tasty. It's fluffy. Um, I I think
0: one of my favorite things that happens around Christmas time are the, uh, the Buckeyes. Uh-huh. You know, you know, it's a peanut butter ball, sometimes with Rice Krispies, sometimes not covered in, in like dark chocolate. chocolate.
1: So, yeah. Peanut butter and chocolate, gosh, that's a horrible combination. Whoever uh, came up with that?
0: I know. Whoever it is should like market it and make money off of it.
1: <laughs> Too late.
0: Um, so that's one of my favorite things, like that screams Christmas to me. Also in the same genre, um, the little tiny like Christmas trees from Reese's.
1: Oh yeah, it's like a Buckeye, but in the shape of a Christmas tree.
0: Now, of course, it is pretty much the same thing as the pumpkin from Halloween. And nowadays, um, they have like the larger, uh, Reese's. They used to just have like the basic one. And like like three different types, like the sticks and the nut rages and like take five, I think is what it is. Or?
1: I really have no idea what you're talking about. I lost. Yeah,
0: that's fine. But but they also have the uh, these large ones with the pe- the Reese's pieces in them.
1: The big cup. We yes. also had what ones with potato chips in
0: them. Yes, we tried the ones with the potato chips in it. Rachel, on a scale from um 0 to 5. What would you rate those?
1: 0 is bad and 5 is good? Yes. Probably a 1. That
0: sounds about right. You you try so hard to appreciate the fact that it's a Reese's. But also it's got this weird potatoy flavor and snap in the center of it?
1: Yes. It's like the chips were just too crunchy. It was- weird
0: yeah it needed to be like either more crunchy or like not at all
1: more crunchy ew you didn't think it needed to be a
0: little more crunchiness
1: no it was way too crunchy to begin with
0: they used to have this one had like a a hard chocolate layer almost like a little chocolate cookie at the very base of the reese's no thank you they were delicious
1: sorry People should just not mess with
0: the Reese's. Well, you're saying don't mess with a good thing.
1: Yeah. Why mess with a good thing? That's just dumb.
0: Well, speaking of a good thing, I found some information um, all about uh, Christmas and whatnot. It's called the 27 best Christmas trivia questions to impress your family this holiday.
1: All right. Shoot.
0: All right. So uh, let's see. Rachel, when were the gingerbread houses invented?
1: Um, I'm going to guess in when you said when?
0: Yeah, th- throw out a, a decade or
1: um a decade? Oh. or a century? Uh oh, <laughs> let's do 1930s, I guess.
0: <laughs> let's go way way back to when the the Grimm brothers wrote Hansel and Gretel. Um, even before that, in, in, in the 16th century, they were invented in Germany.
1: All right. He says decade. Then he's like, oh, well, pull out a millennia, please.
0: <laughs> That's fair. You're wrong. My bad. Um, so how many U.S. households put up a Christmas tree?
1: Like, are you looking for a percent or an actual number here?
0: Let's go either. I, I've, got, I've got the answer for Either.
1: Well, I'm gonna say seventy-eight percent.
0: You are pretty. You are spot on. You are spot on. There are ninety-five million people um, who who put up um, Christmas trees. Ninety-five million households. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, the term Xmas was invented um, oh, in I the mid-fifteen hundreds because of the Greek letter X, uh, which is the first letter. In the word, uh, the Greek word for Christ.
1: You said in the fifteen hundreds.
0: Yes. That person is stupid. It happens. Um. Let's see. How many packages does the USPS deliver during the holiday season?
1: Oh gosh. Let's say four hundred and fifty million.
0: It's, it's a bit less than that. It's about 28 million packages every day between December 16th and 21st. Uh, this was um, estimated at 2019.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. I bet there's more now that people aren't shopping in the stores.
0: <laughs> um, or they didn't take into consideration um, Amazon or whatever.
1: Why wouldn't they consider Amazon? Isn't that a package being delivered?
0: Well, yeah. Well, this is USPS. Well,
1: oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Amazon isn't included in that. You're right.
0: So if you're not considering Amazon, like Amazon's probably more than half of those coming through.
1: That's true. Probably. Mm.
0: Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, true or false? Jingle Bells was always a Christmas song.
1: Um. True. Uh
0: it's it's false. That's a check um, question. The Jingle Bells was written in the mid-19th century by James Pierpoint while he experienced a bout of homesickness while living in Savannah, Georgia. It was originally written for the Thanksgiving program at his father's church.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's see. Um. Apparently Christmas was outlawed in America um, from 1659 to 1681. The Puritans did not allow it to be celebrated.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Sounds like a thing. Um, Let's see. Um, Do you think that George Washington loved eggnog? No. He apparently had his own boozy recipe where he forgot to note the number of eggs needed but included the instruction, taste frequently. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Um, We all know, or most of us know, that Coca-Cola is what made uh, red and green popular for Christmas colors because of um, the the colorful advertisements back in the 30s. Sure. It's a little fun thing. Um, Let's see. Um, How many Americans buy artificial Christmas trees?
1: Um,
0: Go with a percentage. Let's
1: see. I'm going to say... 48 percent
0: uh you can almost double it it's 82 uh, percent
1: wow yeah
0: nowadays it's a little bit easier to to manage a uh artificial tree and you can keep it up longer
1: that's true mm-hmm. doesn't smell as good
0: no no it does not uh we're gonna skip over elf on a shelf because i'm just not really interested no um, let's see. How fast would Santa's sleigh have to travel to deliver presents to all the children in the world? Uh, the answer is a uh, six million miles per hour.
1: Makes sense.
0: Uh, factoring the number of children who celebrate Christmas around the world, which is about seven hundred million, and with uh, he'd have thirty-one hours due to time zone differences.
1: You say that like like Santa actually doesn't do that.
0: Correct. I uh, because of course he does he absolutely does,
1: yeah, Santa's it's awesome He's Santa magical is
0: super magical and super cool able to travel so fast as reindeer uh break the speed of sound
1: that I was gonna say that maybe faster than the speed of light or something like that
0: it's It's pretty close um so here's here's a little fun thing. um do more Americans eat ham or turkey on Christmas? Him. You can't. Okay. So this thing says um, which one? And the answer is both. Well, you can't do an either or and say both.
1: That's a trick question.
0: Silly Time Magazine. Um, how many Americans celebrate Christmas? So that's about 90%. Let's see. Advent calendar. Uh, do you know where the advent calendar originally um, came from? Germany. Um, yes, indeed. First started by German um, Protestants who lit candles or made chalk marks on doors every day during the month of December.
1: I used to have like where you print out Santa's face and for each day in his beard, you put a cotton ball. And then when it's, you know, the day before Christmas Eve, he has a full beard.
0: I did that, too. You start off with like a chin strap and it goes all the way down to the mid chest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, yikes. Here's a scary one. Um, Apparently, Americans um, spend uh, an average of $900 um, per person on holiday gifts.
1: Per person?
0: That's what they're saying here. That's ridiculous. Okay, I mean,
1: I guess on average, sure, whatever. But I I was going to say like $900 per Christmas. I feel like that's low.
0: But if like you um have like s- six or seven people that you're buying for i guess so kind of makes sense
1: i mean nine hundred dollars for six or seven people sure that makes sense i but think that's
0: what where this is like grammatically
1: but you just said nine hundred dollars per person
0: americans are estimated to spend an average of nine hundred and forty two dollars per person on holiday gifts for a total of more than one trillion dollars every year. I mean, I guess on average, but still, what? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Why is Christmas celebrated in December?
1: Um. Because we started with Saturnalia celebration from the Roman pagans.
0: I I like your answer. It's uh, probably super close. This is saying that it's believed that the Christians chose this month and date to celebrate Jesus's arrival to replace a series of pagan celebrations that used to occur in December. Yep. Yikes. Um, how long have candy canes been around for?
1: Um,
0: since the 1400s. Uh, let's see. Um, 1670s by a choir master in guess which country?
1: Germany. That's right. Apparently
0: a lot of our... Uh, um, Traditions come from Germany. Um, the Christmas candy is um staple with more than 1.2 billion of them produced and sold each year. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, sending Christmas cards is no longer. Um, okay.
1: Oh wait, hold up. Who was Queen of England when the Christmas Carol came out? Because the Christmas Carol by uh Charles Dickens was like kind of thrust a lot of celebration of christmas like to be more widespread and victoria was married to a german prince or somebody and so i wonder if they he brought over a bunch of um traditions from germany aka we celebrate a lot of german traditions now this is my thought process let's see if i connected the correct dots
0: Yes, the, the Queen of England um, at that time was Victoria.
1: Ha <laughs> ha Rachel was smart.
0: Nice work. Very proud of you. Yep, she was the Queen up in, um, well, I, I think she was the Queen until her death at
1: 1901.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, But yeah, so she was the, the Queen around that time. Um, So let, let's talk about Christmas cards. Uh-huh. How many do you think are sold in stores around Christmas nowadays? Probably more than are written. <laughs> <laughs> it's one point six billion.
1: Oh man. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you know why people cr- kiss under the mistletoe?
1: To ward off evil spirits. I don't know.
0: Um. I love it. Uh. Let's see. It stems from a German myth, oh, which Germany. states that the god of truth and light, Baldur was killed by an arrow made of mistletoe. His mother used its white berries to bring him back to life. So to celebrate, she promised to kiss anyone passing by the sacred plant.
1: Uh Aha!
0: And uh, let's just go one more and um, and, and go from there. Um, Rachel, what would you say is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time?
1: It's A Wonderful Life.
0: I wish it was. It's Home Alone.
1: That is very stupid information, and I do not agree.
0: Uh, I didn't say it was which one was better. I just said which one you know has gotten the most money. It's because of how much it made in the box office back in
1: nineteen ninety. Uh huh. Nice.
0: Yeah, that's the big one. And um, with which, with inflation, it brings its total revenue to four five hundred and twenty eight million dollars.
1: Yeah, it wasn't worth that.
0: The runner up was Dr. Seuss's how the Chris How the Grinch Stole
1: Christmas. Much better movie.
0: I concur. Um, we would like any of the movies that we previously listed on this podcast, especially, you know, Charlie Brown and It's a Wonderful Life and uh Meet Me in St. Louis and
1: A Christmas Story.
0: A Christmas story, Christmas vacation, you know, all of the above. So good. So good indeed. So that sounds like that's going to wrap it up for all of our christmasy conversations and whatnot but that doesn't mean that our episode is over. We can't end the episode without having our question of the week. So Rachel, what do you think our question of the episode should be?
1: Well, we were just talking about christmas movies and I know we all love to quote christmas movies like Fraggle and why is the floor wet, Margo? I don't know, oh, Todd. Um, so, and then you and I definitely quote movies all the time. So what is your favorite movie to quote or the movie that you quote the most? And it doesn't have to be Christmas, just movie in general.
0: Right on. What's the movie that you quote the most? Um, you heard it here, folks. You can answer that question by checking us out on Facebook, Did You Know With Rhino? at twitter at did you know ryan o or just shoot me an email did you know ryan o at gmail.com thank you very much for hanging out with us this episode rachel
1: Anytime.
0: well for those of us here to those of you out there we hope that you find your awesome hold on to it and share it with the world i've been ryan o and we'll see you next time